what awaits us when we wander into the ways, the wonders, and wilds of the weird. Where magic is real. Where within deep mystery our mind steals. And where the very fabric of reality begins to peel. From haunting ghosts to Freemason gridlines. From malevolent entities to geopathic ley lines. This intuitive investigation case dances on the very edges of belief and reality. Withhold all that you believe and think that you know. And open your mind to join me as we investigate and explore these wonderful wonderings and so much more in this The Quantum Wizardry Podcast. The nature of tonight's episode discusses and explores experiences concerning death, the supernatural, and topics that may be inappropriate for a younger and more sensitive audience. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Quantum Wizardry Podcast. We're going to take a little bit of a break this week from our intuitive investigations and dive a little bit more deeply into the concept of what exactly is this philosophy, this art, this science of quantum wizardry, and how is it that you can utilize these everyday techniques to enrich and enhance your everyday life? Well, It's really a mix. If you look at the words quantum and wizardry, they seem almost counterintuitive for most people, right? Wizardry, we think about more of those traditional classic magicians. We think of our Gandalfs, we think of our Merlins and what it is that they did in terms of not just holding high esoteric and occult information, being able to use the very fundamental forces of creation to create, manifest, and materialize things in their own lives. On the flip side, though it's really not, the concept of quantum, quantum physics, right? Quantum mechanics. These concepts of quantum, which really in this case, we're just going to identify it as the smallest measurable unit that we then are able to excise, influence over, is where the wizardry part comes in, is a mix and it's exactly that. How do we leverage the very fundamental laws of the universe to be able to create within our own lives something extraordinary? And that's what this really does is these everyday techniques can create extraordinary results in our lives and ties to our own superpowers, if you will, or in this case, our own magic. We talk about this concept of magic. This is really going to tie more so into what we identify as intuition because we all have our own intuitive talents and abilities. And when we really connect with this, being able to connect with the depth of our own intuition, then to be able to direct it with our intellect, well, we have something, nothing short of extraordinary. And so with quantum wizardry, really the concept, the creation of the intention that I have and hold is to be able to engage the listener in this concept, to go deeper with it and to be able to create with inside of ourselves our own personal uh, 
magician. And as such, one of the things that we identify with this is that there are really aspects of ourself, right? Whether we think about it in terms of physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, whether we identify it in terms of just these different parts and pieces of a bigger puzzle that is self, well, the idea of quantum wizardry looks at that from both more of a quote-unquote vertical and in this case, it's going to be a matter of interdimensional, which is going to be a fun thing to unpack with everyone, <laughs> as well as a more lateral or planetary or upon this plane of existence. Now, when we look at this, really what we really start to go into is being able to connect with the depth and breadth of our true self, I'll talk about that in a bit. And to be able to work within the laws of this place that we occupy in space to then be able to better connect, to align, and to evolve ourselves, right? Think of it this way. If you wanted to get into shape, right? You wanted to condition your body to be able to run a marathon, there are certain things that you'd want to do, right? Now, there's a best case scenario in terms of building cardiovascular uh, endurance, being able to increase your metabolic systems so that it's able to provide that energy for you, to build the muscles that will best support that uh, appropriate posture to prevent injury, to provide you know, overall strength and endurance, to be able to condition the muscles of the foot and the ankle, that you may be able to do so, you know, provide this, complete it in the safest way possible. To be able to release the tension that the soft tissue holds through flexibility, through rolling, hydration. I mean, there's so many things. Visualization, being able to envision the completion of the actual event and so we have all of these parts and all of these pieces that come into play and by and large you know with most people when they decide to train for a marathon they focus almost exclusively upon just running the miles and there's more to it than this and so when we look at this concept of quantum wizardry we're really almost training you know our very essence to be able to look at a full spectrum experience that allows us to connect with all parts and aspects of ourselves and to be able to engage not just the world within, to be able to utilize that connection to then influence the world around us. And so we each then have this aspect of physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual selves, uh, a depth of our mind, if you will because these are all related and we are ever and always connected to all aspects of them, even though it may not be obvious or evident in our day-to-day -day life. And so when we look at this then in terms of the levels of mind, our conscious mind, that's you know generally what we know that we know. You know, I know that I am sitting in my uh, Telluride in the parking lot in a place called Kihei. Um, there is, you know, I know that I am speaking into a microphone and that I'm recording an episode of the Quantum Wizardry Podcast. These are things that I know that I know. Now, if we go a little deeper then into the subconscious mind, of which there really are 
gradients of depth. And there's aspects that we know that we don't know. You know, I may not be, I know that I'm not fully aware of how I'm feeling about dot, 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 because I haven't maybe necessarily spent some time with that, that emotion. Um, I don't know what it is that my body is experiencing in terms of the stress of being in this seated position. Going a little bit deeper in the subconscious mind, there's what we don't know that we know, right? Those are things that we may not have considered, yet deeply we can experience it and we can feel it and we can know it to be true. And then at the very depth, sort of like if we're talking about an ocean analogy, this is deep, deep water, the very bottom of the ocean, where the kraken dwells, where those anglerfish with those bioluminescent beings <laughs> exist. And so this is deep ocean and the stuff that we don't know that we don't know. Now, beyond that, within that, surrounded and immersed in all of that is our super conscious mind. This is when we refer to our soul or when we mention our higher self. That's what this really ties back to and ultimately is related um, to as well. And so one of the things about the superconscious mind is that goes well beyond any singular identifying uh, agency or entity, or intellect, or person. So kind of think of a tree, right? If you have a tree, and you're looking at the tree, and I say that because I'm looking at a tree, uh, we look at a single leaf upon that tree, right? And so that single leaf upon the tree is you as it is me. Now, if we look at that then, that single leaf is connected to a stem of some sort, could be connected to a branch, and that's a bigger part of us, a larger aspect of our interdimensional identity which I'll talk a little bit more about in a bit which then connects to an even larger branch which eventually connects to the trunk of the tree now this is all an individualized entity so it seems right I'm looking at a single tree in front of me I'm actually looking at several trees however I'm looking at a single tree in front of me which is growing down into the earth beneath our feet now as it gets into the earth beneath our feet, one of the interesting things to see and to observe is within trees, within plant life, so on and so forth, is that there can be an interconnected network of communication that exists where the trees are actually able to communicate with each other. You know, probably more than just, hey, Bill, what's going on? Oh, not a whole lot, Tom. Good to see you. It's, it's more than that. And we really are able to see in this aspect where there is no separation, all is connected, the dirt, the rocks, the roots, the insects, everything is held within a high state of oneness. Now, as we get into that then, all things being connected, this is effectively our superconscious mind. When we talk about things around intuition, it operates on this level. We are able to observe, to ascertain, to experience, and to immerse in a bigger, more vast level of information by tuning into our intuition. Now, going back a step. So we have our conscious, our subconscious, and our superconscious mind. Now, that single leaf there, right, it has capacity. It's able to be a leaf and, you know, intake that energy of the sun that comes in able to go through the process via the larger organism 
the larger entity through a process of life. Photosynthesis, you know, being able to provide that, that, that sustenance to the larger form of the tree itself. Well, as we look at this then, that single leaf does have a certain capacity. However, what we know that we know is kind of like the ability or the capacity of a pocket calculator, right? It has a certain function. It is very focused. There are many things that we can do with it. And there's also even more that we probably are unable to do with it, at least in a timely and effective manner. Now, if we go a little bit further with this now, more technological in terms of the analogy, then one of the things that we can also see is that there's a vast difference between what a pocket calculator can do and what our modern day cell phones are able to do. Now, our cell phones nowadays, man, they are able to do so many things. I am actually recording this on my cell phone. Actually, no, this is the iPad. Anyway, I, I have recorded my uh, my bits on my cell phone as well and that is something that can create a whole wide world of utility because so then let's say this cell phone in this example is a representation of our subconscious mind a lot more that a cell phone can do over a pocket calculator now given enough time with the pocket calculator with the right knowledge base and skill level can figure out a lot of the things that can be you know calculated upon a cell phone however a pocket calculator cannot call somebody right it's not able to play at least not to my knowledge a podcast i'm not able to order something online from whole foods from my calculator and so there's a difference in terms of not just the magnitude of functionality the higher degree of utility there's also a lot that can be said in terms of the basic computing power that a cell phone has over right the capacity storage and ability of a pocket calculator it's a difference in magnitude and utility now if i were to bust out you know the newest most sophisticated quantum computing unit right this amazing amazing um tool that can be used in such high capacity in so many different ways and be able to calculate and operate and just do all these different things simultaneously at the same time though not really as vastly different as a conscious subconscious and the superconscious mind in this analogy at least we'll call the quantum computer the superconscious mind now we can see then it really is a difference in terms of magnitude and utility and so we largely though spend most of our day i would say you know 90 percent of our day within the conscious mind and shallow subconscious in fact, 90% of our decisions on a daily basis are coming, percolating, bubbling up from the influence of the subconscious mind. From the foods you choose to eat, to the clothes you decide to wear, to the podcasts that you listen to, to so on and so forth. So this, in this case, is suggesting that we largely live our lives on automatic pilot. Now, what's in the subconscious mind is pretty powerful. 
right? If we look at children, when children, you know, I have two boys, four and a half and seven and a half, and up until about eight years of age, we are largely just subconscious mind. And so we develop these strategies, these tactics on how to engage the world within this critical period, largely, and begin to refine that into adulthood. Now, the ability for us then to be more mindful, which is where really mindfulness really starts to come into play, of our current moment, of the current situation, of ourselves, our feelings, emotions, sensations, is something that helps to redirect our attention in a new and renewing way. Now, being able to return to this state of consciousness, of awareness, is a big part of the concept of quantum wizardry. Because our ability to be connected to not just what's happening around us, more so what's happening within us, is key and critical to really connecting to, let alone expressing, our own magic. Now, as we get more connected with what we are experiencing in this moment and in each moment subsequent to now then we begin to really feel into things rather than just simply think about things. And as we feel into things, the experience is much, much, much more robust. It's something that allows us really to connect in a very different way to what's happening in this now. And so as we look at that then, how does this all relate and to connect? Well, that's a big part of it. I would say that a big piece of this concept of quantum wizardry can be broken down into effectively four parts. Our ability to connect to this moment, and that's where the mindful awareness comes into play. The ability to balance our energy. Inevitably, we are usually experiencing some kind of stress, and that doesn't necessarily have to be a negative thing. However, often, if left unattended, can be. Now, as we balance our energies, all of a sudden things begin to change, and we're more able to align our conscious mind to our superconscious mind versus just being effectively controlled by the influence of our subconscious mind. And I don't mean to demonize by any means the experiences, the emotions, the trauma, the sensations, the story of the subconscious mind. However, if I am driving on the road, I would like to be aware of what's going on around me, right? Instead of pulling up to my house 25 minutes and having no recollection of the past 25 minutes, I would like to be aware of things in terms of what's happening to better, you know, and more effectively drive safely, and especially to make sure that my two boys are held in a container of safety as well. And so all of this really then leads into that aspect of alignment where instead of us being on autopilot, we are conscious and we are aware and we are able to better align ourselves with what it is that we are really here to do. And this, in effect, then leads into how we evolve, how we develop, how we expand, and how we express ourselves in a way that is of contribution. Now, when we do this, we are able to, to a certain degree, reclaim our personal power 
instead of us having to focus upon pleasing others or living our lives in terms of obligations that we have had to other people rather than ourselves giving parts and pieces of ourselves away we instead are able to uh, effectively live the life that we are authentically wanting aspiring and desiring to live now this gets to be pretty interesting because when this happens we connect to something bigger than ourselves and as as such there is almost a purpose a function a principle that we embody that we are effectively here to express and to share to contribute in service and from a place of authentic self to the world around us now that eventually interplays with the very mechanics of the universe and the universe is so much bigger broader and more beautiful than any one person can truly even begin to fathom let alone imagine however there are different things in terms of the mechanisms and mechanics of the universe that we are able to interplay with in terms of being able to create the life that we desire to live and that we are really deserving of now quantum wizardry really is all of this and so much more for all intent and purposes we each and every one of us have our own magic are able to our in our own way influence the world around us by really deeply and experientially connecting with the world within and so as we continue on with this on the podcast we'll be doing three different types of podcasts well three different types of categories within this single podcast one is going to be the intuitive investigations and that will be a mix of cases that i have gone on and am also currently involved in it'll be investigating certain um, concepts or occurrences to better share and to explain both via the podcast itself and the supplemental videos as well. Two, there are going to be interviews. I want to bring in experts in terms of their fields to better have a feel for the vastness of what is happening within this area and arena of quantum physics, yet specifically what is called quantum morphogenetic physics. And three, we're going to talk a little bit more in terms of also things like this, sharings that just come out naturally, things that I want to share, to express, that I'm here to really support in deepening and immersing in. And so as we go through all of these parts and pieces of this, you know, vast spectrum of quantum wizardry, then I am your Gandalf as we walk on this journey and we are a fellowship we are here to support each other I by no means have all the answers however I will continue to ask really good questions and endeavor to connect with what those answers are so I thank you for joining me today a little bit of a different episode we're going to pick up in the new year starting off with some really interesting things through first quarter everything from bigfoot on maui to interdimensional wars <laughs> to um dark shamanic um 
battles. So all kinds of fun things upcoming in 2023. I thank you for your curiosity, for allowing yourself to wander in wonder in this The Quantum Wizardry Podcast. Thank you very much for joining me on this episode today and continuing to walk with me on this path. For more information, follow me on YouTube as well as accessing the show notes on the webpage as well. Both are listed in these show notes. For now, love and aloha. Take care and off we hope.